The great integrity is the sanctuary of all human beings. For those who are honest and caring, it is a guide and a treasure. For those who are dishonest and deceitful, it is also a treasure. Because a good word can rationalize a selfish act, and because a good act, now and then, can serve as a mask for living extravagantly from the misery of others. Since the great, great, integrity, integrity, great, integrity, great integrity, great integrity, great integrity is so universally acknowledged, don't cast away those who use it opportunistically. Rather, cast away the opportunities to live selfishly, so that the great integrity, so the great so integrity, integrity more fully and more fully permeate all lives. We might begin with the inauguration ceremonies of our leaders. Instead of showering them with precious gifts, instead of the public swearing of meaningless oaths, why not share a meditation on the great integrity? On the great integrity. On the great integrity. On the great integrity. On the great integrity. As a prelude to its comprehensive embrace. Of the doubt of change, doubt of change. Rehearsals, rehearsals for the great, for the great integrity. integrity. Yes, Human 2.0 is breaking it down. Human 2.0 is doing what we humans do best. And that's today's series and up and coming series of Human 2.0 will be taking a skeptical look at probiotics and prebiotics. And this is all in respect to the scientific medical discovery of the microbiome. My only hope is that they are qualified in the skeptic department because not all doctors, scientists um, really have that skill set of skepticism. In fact, I would say it would be rare. 
I just called to say good morning, and I know I can't sing like I've said to other Collins for my Tuesday calling, wake ups, calls. <laughs> I, can't, I can't freaking rhyme. I can't sing. I can't rhyme, but I'm having fun, and I wanted to give some wake up calls. I thought that would be kind of groovy and have somebody be able to say, "Hey, man, I got a call. What is it?" And I want the calls to say good morning. And that, uh, I know it sounds corny, but you're special. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Yes. I love those stories about your grandmother. We both had really awesome grandmothers. I would say your grandmother was the model of integrity. And when she passed, that model of integrity was no longer there for anyone else to refer to. And I think what you're expressing here is the importance of not just having integrity yourself, but also teaching integrity. Hey, Patrick, thanks for that planet wake-up call. I know you didn't call it that, but I think that's what you should call it. I think you should call it a planet wake-up call. And the song that you sung, oh my goodness, that really attached itself to the deepest part of my heart. I love the part of the song where it goes, I just come to say, I love I I love that part. (laughs) So, bless you. Oh, hold on, you didn't sneeze. And remember, the word great and the word attitude are two different words. You're right, man. Peace and love, or as they say in New Jersey, pizza and gloves. Yeah, sorry, Jersey, I just made that shit up. My main gripe for many, many years has been this. People create systems that they not only can't manage, but they create systems that they have no intention of managing. And when I say systems, I'm talking about jobs, relationships, possessions, uh, titles. Mm. It seems to be, at least here in America, the American way.
Chad, thanks for uh, echoing that song. You know, I wish I had more songs that were recorded in that fashion, meaning there was an engineer that uh, was there to do all the recording stuff, the technical stuff, and uh, just lets the performer do their thing, you know. Hey, next time I see you, maybe uh, if you learn that song, I can play bass, you can play guitar, and we can sing together on that or something. We'll do a new new rendition of it. All right, my brother, ping to the bang to the poem. You know, that's I think that's my favorite song that I've heard from you. I mean, there's there's other songs that I like too, but let's just say that that one uh, stands out to me a bit more so. <clears throat> why I, I don't know. I don't know why. But maybe it's because I'm so emotional. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll I've actually jammed the song, uh, and yeah, there's there's not too many changes in it, and uh, I'd definitely be down to jam that song with you, and sing it. One of these days. All right, ping, ping, poop. Hey Z, what's happening? Uh, checking out uh, your couple of echoes of the old uh, Human 2.0 uh, by Z Biotics. I don't suppose you're. <laughs> I don't suppose you've a vested interest there, do you? Only kidding. Maybe you do. Um, anyway, I'll uh, listen more to that stuff and see what I think. At the moment. Um, I'll leave uh, my commentary on the shelf. But just wanted to uh, jump in on something that you were talking about with uh, one of your listeners the other day in relation to, um, what's his name? Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. For me, I can't really I can't really listen to the guy. Now, um, I'm going to need a second round of this, but uh, it's all a little bit too scripted, you know? So, um, I've listened to some of his stuff, and I've read a couple of his articles on uh, Medium. And some of it actually uh, is weighty, insofar as um, 
I have a certain regard for it. But when I see him on video and when I see him talk and when I hear him speak most of the time, it seems to me to be a little impure and a little too well rehearsed and tailored for a specific uh, outcome, you know? Maybe what he has to say was well-founded and real at one time, but now, when I look at him, I just think that he's got another agenda going on. And uh, I don't buy into that shit, you know? Out there, uh, or out here in internet land, there's a lot of people trying to save your life, you know? It's trendy now to be um to kind of put yourself out there as a as some kind of a uh, an authority on fucking matters of life, you know, matters of success and all this kind of shit. And it's fucking putrid. Um you just get on Medium and you'll see the number of articles on there from people who from my particular perspective seem to lack a particular they must in my opinion, they lack some life experience. How could they have... And when you read their shit, it's just fucking terrible. It's uh, it's like it's copied. They Something someone else wrote resonates with them, so they write it in their way. Or they speak it in their way. And it's, uh, it's bullshit, you know. Anyway, just my view. Yo, 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 yo,
most about being a Christian is the community. And I really feel that this is the most valuable aspect of Christianity, or really any kind of faith-based group, is that overwhelming uh, support that you receive from a community, a healthy community. And something that really strikes me is that regardless of our philosophy and regardless of our religion or lack of religion, man, when it comes right down to it, aren't we all so similar and so, I mean, don't we all want the same damn things? I mean, sure, we want different flavors, different colors, different sounds, but we all want the same thing. I've said this before, but a good friend of mine uh, who is also an atheist, he said it really well that the difference between uh, a Christian and an atheist is about one hour a week. And I think this is true regardless of the idea. Right? I always say the human first and then the idea comes after. So when a Christian asks, do you believe in God? I have to ask, which one? I mean, there are thousands. And when I say I'm an atheist, it doesn't mean I have any answers. It just means that I don't believe. Of course, belief isn't something that you can fake. 
It's rather you have belief and faith or you don't. And if you try to fake it, that's usually where you get a great amount of nervous problems, right? But man, how incredible is it that we can get along, we can communicate and cooperate and organize despite these differences. These what we feel are intrinsic differences, but maybe not so, huh? I mean, sometimes I feel, man, if you admit to being a Christian, then that just says a whole lot about you. Well, if I turn that around and say, if you admit to being an atheist, that says a whole lot about you. Well, doesn't it all sound very shallow coming from it at that perspective? Now, I know a lot of you in Europe and in different countries don't really have this religious fundamentalist issue um, so much. But in America, it's still a huge thing, and we really do need to get beyond it. If only our founding fathers wrote freedom from religion instead of freedom of religion. Imagine the fate of all of humanity hinging on two letters. Integrity Radio. I have a friend, ex-bandmate, patron, art patron, music instructor, and occasional anchor listener, that even on a more rare occasion um, will offer a critique of what it is that I do. And boy, do I really appreciate it. I mean, I really do. I love critique of my work, but only from people that I know, you know, I mean, some idiot online that I've never heard of before critiquing me is just of no use. And one of the critiques that really mattered to me most was that he said, sometimes when he listens to me, it it gets a little preachy. And I really would like to get away from the whole preachy thing. Um, so I might even start being more self-conscious of it. But when he says preachy, what I start thinking is motivational speaker. And uh, I'll, I'll have to ask him if he kind of means preachy in the motivational speaker kind of way. Because if he does, then I'm really going to be self-conscious of how I speak here on Anchor. Here comes a rant. Okay, Nazis. Um, Nazis are really just failed Americans, really. I mean, come on, we uh, created eugenics and then uh, the Nazis picked up on it and uh, and tried to carry it out. I mean, we're, we're pretty much eugenicizing blacks, right? I mean, after we couldn't use them as slaves, we tried to start sterilizing all the black women here in America. Come on. Remember your history, folks. So when Americans call people Nazis, they're essentially calling themselves, calling them Americans, because that's what Nazis uh, attempted to be, were uh, like, more like America. Really, read Mein Kampf if you don't, haven't done so already. But that's not the rant part. The rant is, the reason why the Nazis didn't quite get away with it is because they just didn't have the management system in place, right? Yeah, 
I mean, remember the whole record keeping thing? And man, that just got intense. I mean, did you see the people that had to be hired on to maintain the records? It was crazy. So now we got the record keeping capabilities. We've got the tracking capabilities. We are now a Nazi's wet dream. And we are America. Think about it, folks. Engineered Consent, Edward Bernese. I'm throwing some names out for you to check out. We're at a whole new level of engineered consent in America. Maintaining the tradition of human harvest. And I'm not against a human harvest as much as I just don't like all the bloodshed and the suffering. So I think there's a more, a better way to get energy out of people. Because that's what we all are, right? We're, we're energy potential. And so there's a better way of getting the, oh, how shall we say, the nutrition, nutritional value out of an individual, right? You create a quality individual and then, um, you know, just like in uh, the bio, you know, in the previous segments uh, with Human 2.0, we're talking about the body's ability to get all of the nutrients from the foods we eat. It's one of the problems that we have is these foods have nutrients, but it's our body's ability to get the nutrients out of the foods that we eat that's important. And I think that's the same thing with the great powers and managing uh, large hordes of people is that we need to efficiently harvest these people. Or shall we say, efficiently harvest each other. We need to create crops that continue to give fruit, that bear fruit. We need to create systems that replenish the soil. Of course, this does remind me of the conversation with humans being involved in religion or team sports and now eventually virtual reality and gaming uh, in order to keep them occupied because they're otherwise um, somewhat useless or unemployable. Now, isn't that really a waste of human energy and potential? Remember my definition of evil, and that is evil. And I feel the only definition of evil, the only true definition of evil is this. When you bring a child onto this planet and you don't care for this child, both emotionally and economically and intellectually and even, shall we say, spiritually, but I really mean emotionally. When I say spirit, I mean maintaining that essence of love and caring. When you bring children into this world, you have to nurture them. You have to care for them. To not do that or not step aside and have someone do that is where all evil is going to stem from. Are there exceptions to this? Yes, but that's not an epidemic of that's the norm. Come on. And so far, I've never heard of any stories of any ruthless dictators that had wonderful childhoods.
Z. Hi, I was just listening to your segment here about private call-ins. Thank you so much for the heads up. I will be careful what I say to you. I'm just kidding. I am completely transparent. Anything I say is okay. I really appreciate your time and efforts out here on the airwaves, by the way. I want to find more time to listen to you. You sound like you know what you're doing already. <laughs> I'm just charging ahead. I'm just charging ahead. just amazing. I love, love, love the energy that's out here. Look at here. That Rhode Island red turned white, then blue. Rhode Island, red, white, and blue. That's a joke, son. A flag waver. You're built too low. The fast ones go over your head. You got a hole in your glove. I keep pitching them and you keep missing them. You gotta keep your eye on the ball. Eye, ball, eyeball. I almost had a gag, son joke that is <laughs> I'm just kidding I am completely transparent the seal and tell is about self-correction correcting something or fixing something typically requires isolating something seal and tell is Wing Chun so first and foremost, learn Wing Chun. You learn Wing Chun. Then second, teach Wing Chun to those that you love and that you care about. And then three, reach out to the community and try to find a worthy host for Wing Chun. Again, let's bring it all back to what we're doing. We're developing balance. We're developing power through balance and structure. This video will no doubt be the single most important video or the single most important lesson, because a lot of what I'm saying here, pretty much everything I'm saying in this video will resonate throughout the whole system. All right, welcome. This is the first 
video of three detailing the sealum towel. So we are learning the sealum towel. We are learning how to develop power through integrity and structure. All right, let's get to work. Sealum towel, little mind fist, small idea. Three breaths, breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth. All right, let's take a close look at the feet for the opening section. So as first, flare the heels out, then the toes, and the heels out again. Good, and this is what your structure should look like, more or less. All right, make sure you also tuck your chin slightly. Now, I could spend hours and hours talking about how you should compress, uh, how much compression, how much tension, but I'm gonna shortcut that here by way of an analogy. Okay, we're gonna start with our opening from the Kimima stance, Kimima grasping the goat stance. Things that could be used, nothing is going to be exclusive. This could be a block, this could be a transitional hand or arm position. Single punch looks slightly different and strike, palm up, now let's go tonsil, tonsil left side, your fist needs to look like this, alright let's put it all together and let's do it together, everything that we learned in this lesson will carry on through the second and third portions of the seal and towel. A fourth video or lesson will be coming where we'll put it all together. The lessons that we learn in seal and towel are lessons that we will be carrying throughout our whole system. The Chum Q, the Buji, the Pole Form, Mu Jung, the Swords, Chi Sao. All of these things will rely upon the power and the balance and the centering that you develop through Siontel. The distancing of ourselves from truth and reality through language is a very telling thing. Hey Patrick and Z, 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 Z. To say that one is the repackaging of the other and that that is intellectually disingenuous, I don't think is quite accurate. Euphemistic language is a very And the way we rename everything to make ourselves feel better, to make other people feel better, to take the sting out of something, to take the curse off of something. When they've done brain scans of people who have done mindfulness, they found that they had more.
more gray matter in the frontal cortex, which is associated with working memory and executive decision making. It says a lot about how we try to insulate ourselves from things that need fixing. So to take the next step, yeah, mindfulness can help us in learning. It changes physically the brain. The distancing of ourselves from truth and reality through language is a very telling thing. My understanding of what situational awareness is, it does not do that. And as far as I understand, there haven't been studies to prove that it does that. It feels terribly fake and artificial. Ugly, uh, unpleasant, unattractive. The distancing of ourselves from truth and reality through language is a very telling thing. life situations and that's why it's so important to share our stories so that we can be compassionate for each other and be out there to support each other. To figure out what your emotional triggers are and to be able to overcome them and work through them and realize when it's happening to you that is very empowering we all have to be responsible for ourselves we have to be responsible for our own emotional triggers so many of us find it so hard to do. It's something we need to work on and something that is so worth working on. I think it's, it's nice to be nice, but yes, absolutely, in the end, we are all responsible for ourselves. from Integrity Radio. It can be a little bit frustrating. You're looking for that exchange. And when somebody doesn't give you that exchange or is incapable of, of exchanging with you, I can be a little bit of a pisser, you know, especially when the subject matter is meaty. I can be a little bit of a pisser. I can be a little bit of a pisser. And you want to get into it, you know? And someone just doesn't, doesn't kind of push back a little bit. You know, it just ruins the whole, the whole dynamic of it, you know?
there's benefit in the disagreement too, you know? So, I get it. So, I get it. My boy Z, what's up, bro? I've seen horrors. Horrors that you've seen. Congratulations on making a top 50 on Anchor, my man. But you have no right to call me a murderer. You have a right to kill me. You have a right to do that. Keep being you, keep being awesome. But you have no right to judge me. My boy Z, what's up, bro? It's impossible through words describe what is necessary keep being you keep being awesome to those who do not know what horror means keep rocking and rolling horror horror has a face and you must make a friend of horror. My boy Z, what's up, bro? Horror and moral terror are your friends. If they are not, then they are enemies to be feared. Keep rocking and rolling. There they were in a pile. Pile of little arms. Keep being you, keep being awesome. I wanted to tear my teeth out. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My boy Z, what's up, bro? And I thought, my God, the genius of that. The genius. Congratulations on making a top 50 on Anchor, my man. Without feeling, without passion. Without judgment, without judgment. Because it's judgment that defeats us. I just can't do it. You can't do what? I cannot listen to that Gary V guy. I, I said online that I would try to listen to about an hour and a half more. So I've already listened to about a half hour of the guy. I figure I'll try to listen to about an hour and a half more before I make it. But I, I just can't do it. <laughs> cannot listen to that. You know, um, know what it reminds me of is astrology you know in the in the newspaper you look up your astrology oh yes the zodiac yeah, yeah. it reminds me of zodiac yeah really because it yeah you're just taking this vague sort of cliches and one-liners and sort of advice you know all stuff that's sound enough but it's like fortune cookies yeah yeah fortune cookie or but but vague, but, it, you know, you can sort of take any given vagarity and apply it to some deep thing and even think that that's it who it's meant for. It applies you, directly yeah. to you. And isn't, it, isn't it how and psychics and mind, research, mind readers work? Yeah, they're using the same technique. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hmm. Well, I guess if money is the new god, then there you go, right?
That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry, guys. I, I can't listen anymore to this Gary V guy. He's just a shyster. I mean, and if you're still reading the uh, astrology, the Zodiac <laughs> from the newspaper. What do they call that? It's like your daily horoscope. horoscope. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if, and if you believe in the horoscope, then, uh, yeah, anything I'm trying to tell you about Gary Vee is going to go way over your head. <laughs> Be a hole in your glove, son. <laughs> Integrity Radio.